Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. What do eight bags of concrete mix, a cooler full of 30-pound sea bass, and a 10-inch compound miter saw have in common? They're all things that are easier to load in and out of the bed of the new F-150. Thanks to its new available pro-access tailgate, that's also a swing gate. The new 2024 Ford F-150, tough this smart, can only be called F-150. Available starting early 2024, pro-access tailgate available starting spring 2024, cargo and load capacity limited by weight and weight distribution. Hello and welcome to the Circling the Bases podcast. My name is DJ Short and I'm back here with my co-host Drew Silva. We're live on Twitch right now, so welcome to our audience there. And if you're listening in podcast form or watching later on YouTube, we're recording Thursday, August 25th at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And we're going to have a little fun with this week's show with the return of a little game show we call Name That Player. And in order to do that, we're joined here once again by fellow NBC Sports Edge contributor, Shelly Verstraight. Shelly, thanks for coming back to the show here. Really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, guys, for, you know, inviting me back. I mean, I, I know that I beat Drew the last time. So, it's you know, I'll, I'll just take him down again. It's cool. I forgot about that. <laughs> but I'm a fan yeah. of these trivia shows where I don't really feel like I have to to prep and i like to look stupid yeah. and this usually makes me look stupid <laughs> yeah shelly's defending her title um so it's only right that you know we'll bring her back for this uh game today we'll see what happens so for this edition of name that player we're going to be focusing on second half standouts in mlb um different stats factoids and whatnot uh this is all going into play on thursday august 25th so keep that in mind before we get started, just a quick word for our listeners here. Weekends are better with MLB Sunday leadoff coverage presented by Uber Eats. Catch the Dodgers travel cross country to face the Marlins in Miami this Sunday at 11.30 a.m. Eastern live on Peacock. To learn more, go to PeacockTV.com MLB. And if you want a chance to win $25,000 on the game, download the NBC Sports Predictor app powered by PointsBet and enter Sunday's free Grand Slam Pick'em contest. Okay, so name that player. It's a lot like another popular game show uh, called Jeopardy. You might have heard of it. We have three categories with five questions in each category. Each question has different point values assigned. I think all you are probably very familiar with this kind of setup. We'll work our way through those 15 questions, and before having one final name that player question, and then we'll tally up our points at the end. Yes, this show is a competition. It's a game show, but it's also a way to talk about some of the interesting performers and statistics from the second half so far. So I'm going to reel off the categories here. We have take one for the team. Those are team-specific questions. Piazza party. Those are hitter-specific questions. And Kofax. Facts. See what I did there? Those are pitcher specific questions. So, Shelly, seeing as you won last time, I'm going to let you pick first. Ooh, 
Um, I'm going to go with Kofax for 100. Kofax for 100. And r- remind me how this works. Does she get a, the first shot at answering, or can I buzz in? Uh, I, think, I think she I will... should have first shot, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's only fair. We don't have buzzers. And then I can uh, steal, budget. steal or not steal. Yeah, I mean, if she, if you know, if a reasonable amount of time passes, you can steal it. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, Kofax for one hundred. Which pitcher has the lowest ERA among qualified starters during the second half? Um, I'm gonna go with Max Scherzer. Nope. Drew, you want to steal it? It's Zach Gallen. That's correct. Yeah. I was just writing about that the other day. He has a 0.80 ERA over seven starts during the second half. He actually blanked the Royals for six innings on Wednesday, now hasn't allowed a run in any of his last four starts, 27 and a third scoreless streak uh, for him. Only Brandon Webb has had a higher or longer scoreless streak uh, for the Diamondbacks in their history. Ranger Suarez awesome. is up there too. Like, he, yeah. I think it's kind of flying under the radar how much he's been like his 2021 version of himself lately. Yeah. Is he might be number two on that list? I, I feel like um, he's gone a while without Justin Steele on the Cubs yeah. is up there too, which he is, is pretty there, surprising. Yeah. He, I have him in our in the Tout Wars League we're in, Shelley, and he has been helping me out very much recently. Yeah. Um, so Drew, you stole it, and let me m- make sure I, I'm the, I'm doing a good job score scorekeeping. So 100 for Drew, and now you have control of the board. I think you were very proud of Piazza Party, so let me yeah. go, and I'm proud of you for that. Um, <laughs> let me go with Piazza. I had pizza for dinner tonight, so inspiration. Wonderful. Uh, I'll go with Piazza Party for 100. Okay. This Texas Ranger leads the majors with 48 hits so far in the second half. There's been a lot of them that have caught fire. Adolis Garcia. Nope. I know who it is, but. Sally. Corey Seager. Nope. Can I say Nathaniel? Nathaniel Nate Lowe. Yes, that was my next guy. Dang it. He has been incredible. Yeah, uh, I think yeah. he had a. I think he had three more hits on Wednesday, I believe. So he's hitting 356 during the second half. Pretty incredible. Garcia yeah. was the first player to get to 2020, and then the same night that was yesterday, Julio got there. I, yeah, I think, I, yeah. I mean, I'll do. I, I don't. I don't. I didn't. I don't have any shares of him. I can fancy. Yeah, I, I, I faded him, him at all. Big time. And I yeah. still have questions about like the approach and yes. how yeah. long this is yeah. viable here. Uh, but he has, I think, lowered the strikeout rate this year. Um, so at least there's that that positive. But yeah, you put together the power and the speed that he offers. And he's, I think he's, he's outproducing Cedric Mullins, I saw, which yeah. is basically like late second round value in like a 12 mm-hmm. to 14 team mixed league, which is pretty incredible. Um so, nobody got that one. So, Drew, you still have the board, and you can, you can go. Let's Next. go with uh, – let's knock all the 100s out. Let's do take one for the team, 100. Okay, take one for the team for 100. This team leads the majors in home runs, on-base percentage, and slugging percentage since the All-Star break. The St. Louis Cardinals. That 
That is correct. <laughs> yeah, they're they and and that wasn't even including today, which I'm, I'm sure up their numbers mm-hmm. for sure. Um, no, they've been incredible. Uh, going into play Thursday, they had a one point advantage, or the Dodgers had a one point advantage in batting average, two eighty to two seventy nine. The Cardinals might might have jumped them today. I don't know. I didn't Corey Dickerson, the, baby. Like I like yeah. I've been saying all year, get Corey Dickerson and Lars. Yeah, and you, you yeah, and you add in the the pitching that they stabilized at the trade deadline. The Cardinals are a dangerous team. They really are. They're they're a threat come postseason. If Jack Flaherty can come back and be yeah. anything useful, like if he can be not necessarily even a starter, but like a a pit, you know middle inning kind of pitcher could throw two innings. They during they, the playoffs, yeah, they still need to figure out the middle relief thing, and yeah, so that would be or put Dakota Hudson there. Maybe he's a guy that could like get a ground ball. Yeah, they're they're a flawed team, but I don't. I, to me, like none of the teams that are going to be in the playoffs are necessarily juggernauts, even though I know the Dodgers are, are running away with it. I think there are still some holes with the Dodgers. Yeah. Like the back end of their lineup is not that special. I, maybe. Yeah. And, and our own Matthew Poliat was saying earlier today, like the back end of that Dodgers bullpen, like, do you trust Craig Kimbrell with the game no. on the line in, in a postseason? No. And they're, they're going to be faced with those scenarios. Yep. So. Yep. And Walker Bueller's done. Uh, yeah. We'll see what Kershaw can give them. I I, I know that they've like they're like going to set records for run differential and and stuff, but I I don't I don't think any team is perfect. Not that any team is ever perfect, but they're they're I think you can punch holes in, in even the top teams this year. Yeah, there's some really good teams in the National League. Really good teams, and not I'm not even including the Padres in that because I think they are not great. Uh, yeah, dude, one thing I was thinking about this week is like around the trade deadline, we did a show and you were like, there's just been something off about the Padres. Like it, the mix isn't right. And I, I still feel like that. Like they they should be better. I mean, the, the collapse last year was so weird and they kind of blamed it on Jace Tingler and he was gone. Like yeah. if they don't make the playoffs this year, which is a real possibility if the Brewers leapfrog down the stretch, I think the Brewers have a far easier record or a far easier like rest of season schedule, then that's a, that's bad if the Padres don't make the playoffs and it's very much within the realm of possibility. Yeah. I mean, I really think that the whole Tatis PED thing really had like, was like a gut punch to the team Mm -hmm. because they were like really banking on him coming back. You know, they had just brought in soda. They had just brought in Josh Bell, uh, Josh Hader, everything. And then, you know, Tatis is not coming back. So it was just just a just a major gun punch to the to the team. So I, I think that, that had a lot to do with it. And yeah, Cle- Clevenger I, hasn't looked very good lately. Yeah. Blake Snell can get beat up. You Darvish can be awesome, but also has some I don't know. There's it's it's not they should be awesome, but they're not. Yeah. Yeah. That's been the story for the past yeah. couple of years. Um, with them for sure. So Drew, the board is still yours. Um, I like – give me take one for the team. It seems easier than the other one. <laughs> oh, you think so? Uh-oh. Okay. All right. So uh, take one for the team for 200. The Astros have the best record in the American League during the second half, 21 and 13. But which team has the second best record in the AL during that time? Cleveland Guardians. You got it. That's right. Yeah, they might be running away with things 
um, in the AL Central. They're 20 and 12 since the All Star break. And I can't really explain it, so don't ask me to. <laughs> <laughs> I good, mean, really good bullpen. Yeah, the bullpen's great. Uh, Andres Jimenez is a superstar. Jose Ramirez is pretty good, but yeah. then uh, Stephen Kwan, Stephen Kwan's yeah. coming back around to being like a, a a you know a nice three hundred plus average guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. basically been hitting like three thirties for the past two months. Stephen Kwan. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, credit to him because he was like a big story early on and then faded, but yeah. he's picked it back up and overall a, a really awesome rookie season. Yeah. Josh Naylor. Good. Yeah, Naylor. Yeah. All right. Um, they got an interesting team. So that was take one for the team for two hundred. I'll I'll go back in that well for three hundred. Okay. So this team doesn't have a single win from their starting pitchers during uh, the second half. Thirty-one games, no wins from their starting pitchers. Um, the Pirates. Nope. Shelley. The Angels? Nope. It is the Nationals. Oh. That, ma- that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Their starters are 0 16 since the All Star break with a 6.39 ERA. Pretty sad. Uh, we'll see if that changes. Uh, Cade Cavalli is going to make yep. his uh, MLB debut, I think, on Friday mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. against the Reds at Nationals Park. So at least there's something to be excited about there. I know Cavalli's you know, control can kind of be iffy at times i'll be interested to see how you know how he fares the reds lineup isn't isn't great by any means at this point but i at least there's something there you can look toward the future uh for nationals fans so he's already yeah lined up to face the a's in his second major league start too yep. so not bad not bad really beat that drew you're still up um all right we'll get away from that let's go back to Kofax for 200 Kofax for 200 Okay. Two pitchers have thrown shutouts during the second half. Just two. Can you name them? One of them was just this week. Jordan Montgomery. Yep. Uh, I can't. Um, I can't come up with the second one. Not no. Shall you want to take a shot? Right. You could just guess, Drew. I know, but Cueto almost got there, but he didn't. It's not Cueto. Yeah. Um, um. Oh, was it Drew Rasmussen? Nope. Oh yeah, that's who I was thinking. I was I was thinking it was like it's probably maybe like the Tampa Bay guy. Who take a shot did. though. Take a shot, Shelley. Joe Musgrove. Nope. Nope. Sandy Alcantara. Ah. Oh well, that. Yeah. yeah, I yeah, I mean he throws <laughs> he throws nine innings like every start. So yeah. Uh, all right, Drew, you're still up. That should have been the guess. <laughs> yeah, it should have. <laughs> well, which one happened this week? Wasn't it Montgomery? Was oh this yeah, week? yeah, it was Montgomery. One hit, yeah, one hit shutout. One uh, yeah. Yeah, that was on it's, what Monday night, Tuesday night. I know we, weeks are hard. I know it's it's hard. We're in sometimes. We're in like late August in the baseball season. My mind is just sewage. All right. Let's go Piazza Party for 200. Okay. Piazza Party for 200. 
This is a tough one. Who leads the majors in stolen bases during the second half? John Birdie's been a bit hurt. It's not. It's not. It's someone you wouldn't. Okay, think. I'm probably not going to come up with it. Andres Jimenez. He had like three in one game. It's he is second. He's tied for second with eight stolen bases. The leader has nine. Sam Haggerty of the Seattle Manners. It's a that's a good guess, but it's not him. He's okay. been a star in the second half. But yeah. He has. All right, so it's Josh Rojas with the Diamondbacks. Oh, sweet. The AAA superstar kind yeah. of finally. Yeah. I, I picked him up on a couple of teams, I think a few weeks ago. I mean, mostly because I think I had a bunch of injuries and he qualifies pretty much everywhere. Yeah. So he's been pretty nice. He's been pretty nice. Um, all right. So Piazza Party's gone. Piazza Party for 200 is gone. Okay, Drew, go ahead. All right. Let's go Piazza Party for 300. Okay. Let's do it. This Royals rookie is tied for 12th in the majors in total barrels during the second half. They have too many rookies. This is hard. Yeah. Trying to fool you. Total barrels. I mean, uh, MJ Melendez. That's correct. Yes. Yep. Yeah, he. If you look at his uh, his Statcast page or Baseball Savant page, it's pretty impressive. Yeah. Seventy um, seventh percentile in barrel percentage, eighty third percentile in average exit velocity, seventy fifth percentile in hard hit percentage, and he also walks a ton. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he can catch <laughs> uh, or be good at it. I don't know if he's good at any position necessarily. Yeah. But. He definitely can hit, and and he's going to be catcher excited. eligible. Yeah, yeah. Like he's going to be a like I don't know fringy top five fantasy catcher, assuming he gets regular at bats next year. Maybe. Sure. I, I, yeah, I, it, I I said it on was it last week on our show? Like I I need to reevaluate the entire catcher position. I, I have no idea what my yeah. rankings would be right now, and there's like a lot of talent on the way. A lot has yeah. arrived this year. Yeah, like I, I was, I'm starting to like dig into like next re, next year's like ranks and stuff. Who would you rather take? Who is a catcher in another position eligible player? Dalton Varsho or MJ Melendez? Oh, I think I answered your. You put this on Twitter, didn't you? Yeah. 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 I think I think I answered Melendez just, but partially because I wanted to see what the results were. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I I don't like to I like to check my biases like in a draft like oh I'm just down on Varsho because he didn't meet expectations last year but he's yep. gonna pop eventually but I think it would be Melendez from where we stand right now yeah I have to agree even though like the, the yeah. speed is enticing yeah but it's like the Diamondbacks have like all of these like super intriguing outfitters that are going to come up and like, is right. that going to like, yeah. you know, you know, take away from his time. Yeah. Well, yep. Carson Kelly's had a pretty bad year. So maybe the, maybe he just goes back to yeah. catching a lot. Yeah. That could be an interesting team next year. Maybe. Could be. Yeah. Corey yeah. They, Carroll, have, they have a ton Alex of young Thomas. talent. Yeah, they, they also do. have a lot of pitching on the yep. way as well. Yep. So 
I think in the next, you know, two years, they're going to be pretty good. Yeah. Um, true. You're still up. All right. Let me look at the board. Uh, let's knock out Kofax for 300. Kofax for 300. Who leads qualified starting pitchers in strikeout percentage during the second half? 35.4%. I don't like this. This is a bad question. Jacob DeGrom doesn't count. <laughs> right. He hasn't thrown enough so innings yet. Qualified means like over the season qualified, right? Yeah, bas- basically, yeah. If mm-hmm. you do a search on fan graphs, basically, is what I'm saying. Yeah. And underqualified, yes. I'm just killing time because I don't um, – I want to say Carlos Rodon, but that seems – That is actually right. Yes. Yeah, that is correct. Yeah, he's been a beast. Charlie Morton is super close. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's had some crazy double-digit strikeout streaks going. Which is, man, the Braves, you know, sorry to say, DJ, but they look more and more dangerous. Yeah. It's not that the Mets have been playing bad, though. It's really weird. It's like they've been – the Mets have been pretty consistent for Mm -hmm. pretty much the entire season. They've had little lulls here and there, but really for like any stretch of time, they've been a good team. It's just that the Braves are winning at a pace that is like historic since like mid-May-ish. Yeah. Are you keeping track of the score? Yeah, Drew, you have 1,000 points and Shelly is still waiting to score a point. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Uh, we're, we're into the big money. So yeah, I mean the, com- the comebacks are very possible here. We are down to basically just so our listeners know, we are down to 400 and 500 points in each category. So we have six questions left, three 400s and three 500s. Is there a final Jeopardy too? Or final, there is a final. name that name that player? <laughs> yeah, don't get a suit, Drew. <laughs> you said Jeopardy in the intro. I said it was Jeopardy like. <laughs> Give me okay. uh take one for the team for 400. Okay. Which team has registered the most strikeouts from their pitchers during the second half? So that includes starters and relievers. I don't like this question. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's just, I feel like the Braves, they've been, their pitching has been really good lately. You are correct. It is the Braves. I mean, yeah, Charlie Morton, Spencer Strider, Kyle Wright. Freed. Max Freed has been good recently, really good recently. Yeah. Um, they're killing it. Are they like way ahead of everyone on that? Uh, The Astros are pretty close. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was like that was going to be my guess was the Astros, yeah. Astros, Dodgers, Mets, Marlins, and then the Guardians. So you're up to fourteen hundred, Drew. Wow, how you feeling, Shelly? Uh, not that great. All right. Well, <laughs> there's still time. There's yep. still time. All right, Drew. All right, let's uh, let's do take one for the team for five hundred. Let's close it out. All right. So the Marlins have stolen 29 bases during the second half to lead all MLB teams. 
but which team has the least stolen bases in the second half? This team just has three stolen bases. They are three for nine in stolen base attempts during the second half. Mm. Um, I guess I should just throw out a guess. Yeah. Um, I mean, like... Okay, throw out a guess. Drew. Uh, <laughs> the Tigers don't get on base, so the Tigers... Shelly? Red, so- Red Sox? You got it. There you go. Red Sox. They don't run. Nope. They, they, <laughs> they definitely do not. do not. And when they do, it's usually bad. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Shelly gets on the board. It's 1,400 to 500. She's don't still very much in this game <laughs> right now. Uh, so Shelly, we have take one for the team is all closed out, as, as Drew was saying. So we have 400 and 500 under Piazza Party and 400 and 500 under Koufax. Um, I'll take 400 for Piazza Party. Okay, let's do it. So, okay. Who leads qualified hitters in strikeout rate during the second half in a bad way? Not like the lowest, but the highest. Who has struck out more than anyone else? I was writing about this this week, too. Oh, boy. <laughs> no pressure now. Um, um, Javi, Javier Baez? Nope. O'Neill sure, Cruz. Wanna... That's correct. Uh, 40.6% strikeout rate for O'Neill Cruz in the second half. Yeah. Um, I know he, he hits the ball very hard. He has the uh, yesterday, I guess it was Wednesday. He hit that line drive off the right field wall. Yeah. The hardest hit ball in the stat cast era. It was hit so hard that he couldn't get to second base. He didn't have time. <laughs> 122.4 miles per hour. He does a lot of cool things, but if he doesn't make regular contact, it yeah. may not matter. What, what are his yeah. numbers against lefties too? It's like, it's pretty bad. Uh, yeah. yeah. I don't have it in front of me, but it's not good. It's something like 40, 40 strikeouts in, in 60 innings. Um, in 60. Or 60. Yeah, bad, sorry. yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not good. It's not good. Is the point. Um, all right, Drew. So it's now 1800 to 500. So we have three questions left. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Is this house a good price compared to others in the area? Are prices going up or down? If I don't make an offer right this very moment, will I miss my chance? These are just some of the questions a home buyer might ask. And these are the sorts of questions an agent who is a Realtor can help answer. 
Because Realtors have the expertise, data, and access to specialty training to help you navigate the process of buying a home. They provide support, guidance, and have your back every step of the way. That's what Realtors do, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. And we have our final question as well. So we're still a little, little, little bit of room here. Let's do Piazza Party for 500. Aaron Judge leads the majors with a 475 on base percentage during the second half. But who is second? I think I saw this today, but I'm Adley Rutschman. That is correct. 457 OBP for Rushman during the second half, which is just incredible for a rookie. I mean, he's basically, and actually I almost asked the question about position player uh, fan graphs war mm-hmm. in the second half. Rushman is like, I think either second or third in F F war. He's the best catcher in baseball, man. I, I, th- I think he is already. Yeah. Yeah. And it's going to be for a long time. Yes. And what I love about him, too, is he's like, he's a leader on the field already. Like, he greets the pitcher every time they come off the mound and every half inning. Um, Like, he'll get the crowd juiced up. Like, he's like the whole package. He'll slide down the hill with little leaguers. (laughs) Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah. No, he's, he's exactly what, like, MLB could dream of for, like, a marquee player. So, hopefully... Yeah. You know, he can stay healthy, but he's, yeah, he's the real deal. All right. Um, all right. So we're down to Kofax 400 and 500. Let's do Kofax. I don't think I've done well in this category, but, or maybe I have. Um, <laughs> so that wasn't meant as a brag. I'm just thinking. <laughs> uh, I, I, I heard that. I heard that. I got it. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So you want 400? Yeah. Okay. Which pitcher has thrown more innings than any other pitcher during the second half? The name will definitely surprise you. Um, is it Johnny Cueto? No. no. Damn. Shelly? Miles Michaelis? No. But good guess, but it is Cole Irvin. Oh. The A's. Yep. Yeah, he's 47 innings. Yeah. yeah, just barely eking out Alcantara. Um, but Irvin has put up a 306 ERA during this time. Had a great outing against the Marlins um, on yeah. Wednesday, actually. Uh, 11 strikeouts over seven innings, just three hits, no walks. Mm-hmm. Quietly having a really good year. Not um, many strikeouts, but yeah, he's he's been really good. He, he never walks anybody. He's mm-hmm. also thrown... The fewest pitches per inning, I believe, of any pitcher in baseball. I don't think he has the stuff of Shane Bieber, but whenever I see a guy with an like elite command, I'm like, he's gonna, he can make a strikeout jump if he wants to. So right. I, maybe, I don't know, he'll be on my radar definitely going into drafts next year. All right. Uh, All right. So, yep. Kofax yep. for 500. Yep. All right. This pitcher has the highest swinging strike rate among qualified starters during the second half? I don't like the question. (laughs) Uh, George Kirby. Nope. Shelly? Shane McClanahan? 
Nope, it is Charlie Morton. Mm. McClanahan is was number two. Oh, right dang it. So, all right. So we are on to our final question. And you are not out of it yet, Shelly, because this is a kind of a multi-part question. And for each answer that you get right, you get 500 points. So. Ooh. Are we you don't have to you're not risking anything here okay i'm just okay i'm essentially asking a question that's worth two thousand points do we show you like write it down somewhere you're gonna have to write your answers down yes okay Okay. i think i had like an app on my phone that could do that i don't have any paper (laughs) or just yeah put it on your phone and you can show me okay yeah the honor system samsung notes all right are you ready shelly Yep. Ready? Okay. True? No. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I got it. Okay. So here's the question. Aaron Judge leads the majors with 15 home runs since the All-Star break. No surprise. But can you name the rest of the top five? I will give you 500 points for each one you get. So you need to name... The rest of the top five in home run leader since the All-Star break. Wow. Um, All right. So, so, yeah. so just write down five names and... Four names. Four, four names. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, get and you're not risking anything if you right. get this wrong. Okay. All right. I'll give you guys a little bit of time. Got some music. I, I mean, we can probably edit some in after the show. Okay. To make it to fill some airtime while you guys think. So it looks like Jacob DeGrom gave up a run. It's three to one. I think he gave up a home run. I couldn't see who he gave it up to. But I did do a wager on tonight's game. Did you see the line for the for the Mets game tonight? No. I'm trying to focus here. Okay. I'm just trying to do some <laughs> some small talk to fill some air. Basically, the Mets were favored in a way I've never seen in a baseball game. What did it like the run line get to two and a half? I've seen that like once or twice. No, it was just the money line. It was basically like uh, minus 490. Wow. Before the game? Yeah. I mean, that's unheard of. Yeah, basically. So that would take like. If you if you wagered a hundred and the Mets won, I think you would only win twenty nine dollars. <laughs> so, so anyway, I on, you only get four guesses, right? Yeah. Okay. I think. Um, yep, four guesses. I think I have my four best guesses. How about you, Shelley? Yep, I got four. All right. Um, Drew, why don't you show us your four? So you have Goldschmidt, Renfro, Walker, and Olsen. So you got three out of the four. Wow. Yep. So you got 1,500. You're up to 3,800 points. Shelly? Well, I didn't do as good, but I mean. I can't see. Yep. So So I got J-Rod, Goldie, Arenado, DeYoung. 
Okay. So yeah. you got you got five hundred. You're a thousand. Drew, quite an effort here after getting uh, demolished last time. Thirty eight hundred. I don't remember it playing out that way. You narrowly lost. It was it was a nail biter. Thirty eight hundred yeah. points. Shelly got a thousand. So Drew, very impressive performance. Yes. Come Very well in. done. I'm a sore Very winner, well Shelly. <laughs> <laughs> but no, this was great. This was a lot of fun. And I I am definitely going to, to bring you back, Shelly, once the awesome. season is over. Because now we're even. We've got to break this, this season series tie. So totally. we'll, we'll get the invite out to you after the regular season is over. Uh, thanks again, Shelly, for coming on the show. This was a blast. Yeah, thanks. Thanks again for having me. Um, it was it was fun to be totally uh, destroyed by Drew. So. <laughs> well, you'll you'll have a chance to get. Revenge. They Don't say it all worry. the time. I think we should do a weekly in the off season. Have a weekly trivia show. I I, I, I love have trivia. To talk to the powers that be. I I like trivia too. I'm pretty yeah. good at it. Yeah. Um, even on non baseball things, maybe especially, but I don't know if we can get away with that. We'll see. We'll just do it on our own. We'll start our own. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But no, this was great. Uh, And I hope our listeners, you know, gain some interesting knowledge here, uh, especially with some of these surprise performers, you know, as we start to look ahead to 2023. So uh, that'll do it for this week. If you like what you're hearing with this show, make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review if you don't mind. Five stars. Always appreciated. Follow us on Twitter if you don't already. I'm at DJ Short. Drew is at Drew Silve. Take care, everyone, and we will see you next time. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.